Hi guys, welcome back to Excuse My French. This is Inda La Parisienne. Welcome back. Hi guys, how are you? What's up? What's going on? How is everybody doing? I hope my voice is going to stay. It's going to be okay for the podcast one more time because I'm so tired. I just came back from the airport like an hour ago. So that's how much I love you guys. You know, I said, you know what? Fuck that shit. Even if you uh, fall asleep, even if you faint during the podcast, even if you cannot speak anymore, like usually it happened to me actually during the podcast, every time at least one time I bug, you know, but it's okay. So I might bug more than usual anyway. So I just came back from, uh, I told you last week I was in Destin Beach, uh, Florida, and then I went to uh, Jacksonville next to Jacksonville at uh, a place called Amelia Island which is another world it's like so green over there you expect maybe at night you're going to see a dinosaur or something like Jurassic Park but it's beautiful beautiful like if I tell you uh, the houses the back of the house like the yard it's like a little lake going uh, a river or whatever going down it's like the Claude Monet the painter uh, house with the the water and the flowers it's beautiful the beaches are amazing it's the Atlantic Ocean because in LA it's the Pacific one which I'm not too much used to right so uh, Atlantic we have it in France so it's kind of okay that's my I like Mediterranean water better it's like warmer calmer and stuff but I'm like okay that's my jam I'm gonna go there I'm gonna it was amazing the sand this, the really thin sand, not the one like uh, almost a rock, the one that's like, you know, like flower, you know, amazing. The water was kind of warm, actually, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really just beautiful. I don't know if you guys been there, if you ever have the chance to go, just fucking go already. It's like so relaxed. It's like everybody's like driving golf carts, uh, bicycles. Uh, they don't have time. They don't use the car anymore. A lot of huge houses. Which made me realize, anyway, even if it's not a rich house in America, it's so much bigger than France all the time. It's crazy. You guys, if you were to live in some apartments in Paris or in France, you would have a panic attack. Even if you never had one before, I'm telling you. Uh, we have some, uh, when you say studio in America, it's like, you know, you have space. You can walk, actually, from one wall to the other, right? You have, you take a little, you know, like, walk. In France... Uh, we're talking six floor, no escalators, uh, escalators, no elevators. Okay, the tiredness uh, has started to hit me and it's only two minutes in. So good luck to you guys. So yeah, no elevators. So every single move you make from that studio, it needs to be prepared and thought of. There is no useless, uh, I went down and I forgot to grab my phone or something because this will cost you. Uh, granted, you will end up with a nice butt and soccer player uh, thighs, but uh, it's a headache. And the place, it's like most of those old studios, it's the old buildings of Paris. They don't even have fucking bathrooms inside. You have to go in the hallway. Voilà, that's, how, that's where we are. It's like you're in 1500. I've seen, uh, I had friends that lived in those places. Me, I can't. It smells like old, everything is old. You just expect it to be haunted. And then you have the bigger apartments and the houses, which are still not as big as in America. It's fucking crazy, you guys. You have space. Even if you have like, a, even in a project, you have an apartment, you have a basement, you can go upstairs, downstairs. You know, it's like balling. In France, some houses, it's like a little, uh, you wonder if it's not made with the, you know, the cookies. That's how small it is with the rocks and stuff. But anyway, so really cool. Although I have to say the mosquitoes and the animals, all the, the animal world over there in Florida is so scary, my God. So the mosquitoes, 
I went out to watch a sunset. They fucking uh, violated me, my whole body. Everything that was not covered or covered, actually. They even go under the clothes. They have no time. They're so small. Like if you pass a certain age, you don't see them. I verified. You have to be really precise and focused to see them go by. And even if you saw it, usually it's already too late. By the time you saw it, you already fucking stinged you like seven times already. They have no time. It's not the one that's going to die after. I don't know. I have to study those mosquitoes because I have to say I have a lot of respect for them. There was one that uh, literally um, transformed my foot, you know, like polka dot style, you know, and I didn't feel it. And then all of a sudden I had a... Stings everywhere. Anyway, I don't want to bore you with the insect uh, struggle that I've been through in Florida, but it was really cool. The food is really nice. I had some oyster. Oh my God, the food, the seafood and stuff, you know. Even here in LA, we're in next to the ocean, but as far as like seafood and stuff, you guys are not making us uh, fly or dream, huh? I tell you right now. If you go in Florida, now we're talking, we're talking oysters, huge shrimp, stuff, like, you know. Here, okay, we have the tacos, which we are unbeatable, for sure. Okay, I don't eat tacos anywhere else out of LA or Mexico, of course, you know, which LA used to be Mexico, so go figure. Uh, anyway, so yes, it was really good. The food was amazing. I ate like a pig. Huh? It's like, uh, uh, the more you relax, the more you eat, actually. So... That's the way it is. That's amazing. Uh, what else did I want to tell you about my fantasy football? I lost this week. I uh, am part of a fantasy football league. Uh, I'm the only woman. I'm the only one that don't know shit about football, like I said before. And I usually win, but this week I lost, and the week before I lost too. I mean, those players, they piss me off. It feels like they know if I put them on the bench, and if I put them on the bench, they start scoring like crazy. Like two of them, they had the game of their life on the bench, quoi, you motherfuckers. And uh, when I left you uh, in a spot, you didn't do shit. Unbelievable, you know. And so, of course, I was surrounded by people that were watching football the past few days. So I watched uh, the game with the Patriots and the New York Jets. Honestly, as a foreigner and as a woman, I got to say, because I don't want to disrespect all the football people, uh, even though, you know what, just kick rocks, I don't give a fuck. The New York Jets played for I don't know how many fucking hours last night, and they couldn't fucking score a point. Now, again, as a friendship point of view, is this uh, normal in the NFL? Should, do you have your place there? You know what I mean? Now I want to be curious and watch one more of their games, and I swear to God, if they have zero, maybe they should be out. Maybe that would be one less to beat uh, uselessly, because uh, if you do zero, uh, honestly... Uh, okay, they were playing against the Patriots, which are a big team, I understand, which I'm starting to wonder if uh, Tom Brady is not an alien, because he doesn't get old and he always plays amazing and everything is amazing and his hair is like it's drawn and everything is like perfect. So I'm thinking maybe he's a robot or an alien or something. And then that would make sense that they had so many fucking victories at the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, good for them. Huh? It's really impressive. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the New York Jets yesterday, they couldn't do shit. Even at some point, a guy thought he caught the ball and he slipped out of his hand. I mean, who does that? when you have zero. I wish sometimes I could, uh, because I know they have little things that they could uh, be spoken to, apparently, with the, the coach can speak to them. They have like a microphone or something, or an earpiece or whatever you call it. I would love to be the one behind that. You know what I mean? I would go straight to fucking stab the ego verbally, and I would be like, so what's up, little bitches? Like, you're going to let them show you? You're going to let them win you like little girls? How about you fucking take the finger out of your ass and do something already? You know, 
that's my fantasy a little bit in football you know anyway but I don't know nothing so not yet but uh, maybe I could have made them score who knows sometimes ego is stronger than anything especially for men so anyway I saw there is the breast uh, cancer awareness uh, I don't know if it's the month of it or something and I'm so sorry because it sounds so ignorant to say that I should know as a woman who has breast when is the month of it and stuff but the problem is that you know in France years ago we had like a big campaign like this uh, for donations and stuff and he ended up that the guy who was a fucking billionaire did like they turned all the money he took it for him or whatever and so that was disgusting and so Almost no money went to the cause. So now I'm kind of like, you know, on a defensive mode when it comes to that. I have a really hard time. And uh, I know I always talk to you about the airport and the plane and it's going to come in a couple minutes. Do not worry. Uh, but they spoke about it uh, at the, uh, in the plane. And every time I hear it, I'm like, I feel bad and I want to help. But at the same time, like, yeah, mm -hmm. I want to see who's the guy who takes the money. And I want to see if we can have access to the bank account where the money is going. And then I feel better and then I can make a donation and feel good about it. You know what I mean? Because if it's to pay the next boat to an old fuck uh, that's hairless in his fucking Ferrari, as we speak, I ain't got time. I have other projects in my life. You know what I mean? So anyway, I hope not. But in France, it was like this. So now when it comes to donation stuff, I'm like, you know. So yes, uh, what I saw about uh, germs and everything, uh, the masks... The pollution mask, I don't know if it's called pollution mask or germs mask or something. I see more and more people wearing those in public places. So I don't know if it's uh, because everybody now is vegan, so it's not sexy anymore enough to be vegan. So we decided to stop, start wearing the mask and it would make you special in the, 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 all the sheep amongst us, right? Or... Or there's more and more people uh, being really scared to catch germs or pollution and stuff like this. And I have a really hard time to believe that this little paper thing that goes behind your ear, there is no air that goes through on the sides and that it protects you to, uh, totally. You know what I mean? And uh, some people, the way they eat uh, and drink and stuff, uh, maybe it's better you get the air from the outside. Because if you breathe out what you have in and you take it back in, uh, maybe you're going to end up killing yourself. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I thought it was just like when I thought maybe they have a cold, they put it on, you know, to not give get everybody sick around them and stuff. But I saw a couple today with it, and then they took it off, and then they put it back, and it was like a style. And the girl had a pink one, and the guy a blue one. Granted, the girl was wearing like a winter hat, and it was like fucking 87 degrees. I was thinking there was a new ecosystem that was starting to grow on her scalp. That's how much she was sweating, probably, because I was dying... And she has like those super hot uh, winter hat, whatever. Anyway, so they were wearing the mask and it looks lame, uh, kind of. Huh? So, uh, or if you want to do it the right way, just invest, invest in the big one, you know, the one for like gas, like the solid one. And then, uh, then we ball in. So anyway, I saw uh, also today uh, the chilies. I never really eat at Chili's, uh, I just see the commercial sometimes. And so today I had to get a salad, whatever. And I go to the airport and there is no human being to help me to take my order, right? I am uh, facing a screen and apparently I have to do it myself, a tactile, you know? And I have to do the stuff and you cannot uh, do anything really. Like you have to put it yourself. Fuck you if you have questions or whatever. What the fuck is that? So I'm paying... So somebody, like, what the fuck is that? It should be cheaper, the food. You cannot charge like that if there is nobody to talk to me. 
and there was a lady that was just coming out to drop the salads and you got to look at your number and grab your stuff and go. There is no more communication, it's over. I felt like we were like 30 years in the future and we were all like with robots and there is no more customer service. He was like erased from, uh, as if he was erased from society. That was so weird. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yes, so on the way back, my experience as uh, traveling with a dog again. Sorry, it's so funny. I was waiting to get in the plane and there was two ladies in front of me and they were like looking at me with a dirty look like <sighs> and they were making comments uh, about the fact that I was traveling with a dog. But I mean, one of them, just the swag that she had on itself was a fucking visual violation. So you should never speak. Turn away from me. Do not even exist. What the fuck is this? So it was funny, you know, and I don't say anything because of course I can understand that you're not happy with it. What can I say? It's not easy for me either, but you know what? It's life. And there are so many people that travel with it and whatever. I mean, if you bring a horse, I understand. You know what I mean? But you should be able, if you travel somewhere and it's an emotional support animal, to take it with you. Uh, like me, when I see one, I'm thinking maybe they're full of shit or maybe they have like mental health issues. So both ways, you know, you want to be careful. You know, this girl had no, uh, no shame. No, uh, no nothing. She uh, was uh, just staring uh, straight at me, whatever. Biatch. Anyway, on the plane, I watched an influencer's documentary. I did not know, but they made a documentary about the influencers online. And so I was like, curious, you know, I was like, oh, look at this. Let me check it out. And there was like three influencers that were being uh, interviewed. So we saw plenty. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing because I stopped it at some point. I couldn't take it anymore. Let's be real. I have a hard time to uh, give it. A, I mean, it's nice. They made a documentary. I guess it's interesting. But after a certain point, I got what I needed. I'm good. Let me uh, change and uh, watch something else. So there was a little girl, not a little girl, teenager. She was like 16 or something. So she was like, so I'm a singer, I'm an actor, I'm a this, I'm a model. And in a way, as influencers, it's like, we kind of shape the world. And I was like, wow, literally, you shape the world. Well, thank you. Thank you. I did not know. It's because of you that the world is shaped that way. Well, you know, thank you, but not thank you. Anyway, so it was really... Uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on between this? You remember last week when I told you that I heard on the radio in an Uber going to the airport uh, a debate about uh, apparently Kanye West made a comment about Kim Kardashian's cleavage. And I was laughing about it and thought it was really a big deal that they spent 30 minutes talking about that shit, uh, that we have other things to do and to speak about or are interested about, right? To last that long. And uh, I get to uh, one of the places I was staying and the TV is on and I swear to God, on the news, or I don't know if it's the news or whatever from the local stuff, they were talking about Kanye West and the cleavage situation. And guys, they have brought a relationship specialist we're not talking about the chicks that call the radio and be like, well, actually, I think that is fucked up. Now we're talking about a lady that has diplomas and that they called, they felt the need to call to come and speak about that subject. Oh my God, you guys, what is this? What is this? It's crazy. It's really crazy. I don't know. So what else did I want to tell you about? I'd really, really, really uh, at the end of the tunnel right now. Uh, the influencers, we said it, uh, we talked about, uh, oh yeah, the Uber driver on the way back, he was so funny. So, you know, when you, I feel bad because I have to take an Uber because we traveled separately with my fiance and, uh, I have a dog with me, right? So it's a small dog, but I 
like to ask the guy first, you know, so I'm trying to call the Uber driver to let him know. And if he says, no, it's okay, I'll just call somebody else. And so I call him and he's hanging up on me. And he's like a minute away. So I'm like, okay, I'm calling back. He doesn't pick up, doesn't pick up. Then he gets here. And I'm like, okay, uh, I was just trying to call you to ask you because I have a dog. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, no, this is not included. And I was like, well, yeah, I said, yeah, my boss, if he sees, and he was trying to explain to me in many ways. And I was like, well, you know what, what we can do, I can give you a cash tip and call it a day, bro. You know, and he was like, okay. So he gave me a speech of 10 minutes full on the curb. And when you speak about dollar, dollar bill, yo, there is no more anybody else that's debating it, right? He was like, okay. And then he was like, you know, I came from Peru. I had this experience. Then we were friends hanging out and everything. We got out. He took my suitcase out of the car. He was like, where do you live? Where is it? Which one? So I took advantage of, you know it. My suitcase is uh, heavy and I have the dog. So if I can use you, bro, after you give me that headache of 10 minutes. And so he brought my suitcase and everything for the cash tip. Money talks. That's the, the the sentence of the day. Money talks, yo. So now, anyway. So, uh, yes, everything. Uh, I hope everything is good for you guys. I'm back to LA. I'm going to be back to work, back to fucking hustle, back to my career. No, I'm joking. That's for the fakers here. Yeah, I got to go back to my activities. Uh, it's good. It was good vacation. Let's be real. It was amazing. I heard that there was some fire in uh, Los Angeles. I'm sorry about the people. If anybody got hurt, I'm not really aware. I just saw it real quick. I don't watch the news. But I am glad that I wasn't here and that it wasn't next to uh, my where my peeps live, you know. So anyway, so voila. So I'm going to wish you a really good evening. I just wanted to do one right back because I didn't do the Sunday one, right? And I know I said I do like Thursday and Sunday. I'm like bawling in my head. I'm like, I do one on Thursday, one on Sunday. I sit down, I do this and then life happens. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh my God, we're Wednesday. I got to do the Sunday one. And which one is it? Like 10 days? Did I do one uh, four days? I mean, useless, useless from my Dolby Surround studio which I notice in most of my podcasts uh, when I record it at home, you can hear my fridge, you guys. So I don't know if that makes you uh, any of you happy, you can hear my fridge. So that's the noise in the back. If it's not in the car with the fucking people outside, it's going to be my fridge until I get the ultrasound proofed walls and stuff, you know. So voilà. So I hope you guys have a good week. I will talk to you soon. Bye.